Chris Grande, welcome to the Better Baseball LBDMS Playbook Podcast and live stream recording here for Tuesday's 12-game main slate. James, we are taking a first look at Tuesday's big gamer here, back to a 7.05 a start time over on DraftKings. Howard Bender will be the man on the playbook for today, so make sure you check all of that out. And James and I, of course, will be back live at 5 p.m. Eastern, giving you all the updates, lineup changes, and all the news you need to know about before you set those DFS lineups. James, man, how are we feeling coming out of Monday's slate? Uh, Tuesday's slate, fixing to be an interesting one. We have cores. We have Great American. We have some elite pitching. We don't have a lot of value. Um, we haven't. It's just going to be an interesting slate, and I'm excited to turn the page on Monday's slate um, that proved, once again, Julio Tehran is an elite pitcher in this game. And Alec Manoa is not. How that is... Uh, he might be the, honest question. Honest question. Does Alec Manoa get optioned? He may be sent down. Yeah. Right. Like he certainly probably has some options to be moved. I, I would I'll assume. T- I'll tell this. you right. I'll tell you right now. I can. I'll go to our good friends over at uh, FanGraphs and Roster Resource. They have everything we need. Uh, let's see how many options Alec Manoa has because right? I. And w- while we do that, maybe you know. Let's see, as Fangraphs is taking slowly a bit. loading, slowly. Uh, so Alec Manoa has three options. There he is did, a got, strong he got possibility. One out. He got one, one out. out right? He gave the grand slam. He gave the grand slam, and then immediately back to back singles. And they were like, "All right, enough is enough." Because uh, I mean, what was it? Uh, I'm, ch- I'm checking this right now to see if my memory is refreshed correctly or not. But didn't. Uh, didn't Cliff Lee get sent down to the minors the year before he came back and won the Cy? Maybe. That sounds correct. Let's try to see. 20, 2007, he appeared in 20 games. 2008, he won the Cy Young Award. So did he get sent down to the minors in 2007, Major Leagues? Yeah, he made eight appearances at AAA in 2007. So they sent they sent Cliff Lee down. Um. And then next year he bounced right back. So maybe we see that out of Alec Manoa. Maybe Alec Manoa gets sent down to AAA, works some things out, or maybe he gets an IL stint to work some things out. <laughs> um, right. But, yeah. So that was a, a little recap of what happened on uh, on the Monday slate because we were all in on Astros, uh, and they came through that entire outfield, uh, you know, eligible plays. Any four of the outfielders on their roster – all hit home runs. If you played yep. Jordan, Tucker, Jokes, or Myers, they all homered. Jokes hit a grand slam. Uh, so we are all in on that. Aaron Nolan and Andrew Abbott, our t- most expensive pitcher and our cheapest pitcher, the top two scoring pitchers uh, on the slate here. So uh, a lot of good things coming from Monday's seven gamer, hopefully carrying on over uh, to what we got going on here for 12 games. James, uh, why don't we pop over to Vegas, take a look at some of the game totals and spreads. Yeah, Mitch Keller and the Pittsburgh Pirates, to no one's surprised, is the biggest favorite on the board, minus 225. Currently the only team um, fixing to be over minus 200 currently. Uh, Tony Gonsolin and the Los Angeles Dodgers are close behind, even though they're in Great American, minus 190 on the road uh, for them. 165 is the are the Braves hosting the New York Mets and Carlos Carrasco. Minus 150 for Dane Dunning and the Texas Rangers against the Cardinals. Um, minus 170 for Clark Schmidt of the Yankees at home against the White Sox. 
And that's really it. Uh, that's all we have currently for Moneyline. Uh, let's go over to over-under. So I don't see... I don't currently have anything for course. That's obviously uh, the first thing we look at when sure. um, you know we have a course slate. They don't have a line yet. It's probably... She doesn't fit on the page. There's so many numbers because Denison Lamette is pitching yeah, for the saying, Rockies. Maybe they're waiting on an official pitching announcement, possibly. I find this interesting, though. Um, the Braves and the Mets have opened at 10 runs. Bryce Elder versus Cookie Carrasco. Uh, Bryce Elder's been pretty good this year. Nine and a half implied runs in St. Louis and Texas. Um, that game was projected to have a lot of runs on Monday. Did not happen. Uh, Arizona, Washington, nine and a half. So those and uh, L.A. Dodgers and, and Reds have 10. So um, some some good good game environments to pick from. And obviously when we see Colorado the Colorado game, there's going to be a lot of implied runs in that one. Yep, 100%. Let's dive into pitching here. Uh, when it comes to my favorite top pitchers on this slate, uh, Keller's going to be a very chalky, obvious option yep. uh, going up against Oakland. We just tend to like the target Oakland pitching, but wheels starting to come off a little bit for Mitch Keller. 10 earned runs, 17 hits over the last 12 against Seattle and San Francisco here. Uh, strikeout numbers are still nice. Eight strikeouts in both those games, but – you know, we know we expect the ownership to be here, but are you worried at all given recent form, Mitch Keller, when it comes to top price starters? Mm, no, um, not really. I mean, Seattle's offense is really good, or San Francisco's offense rather is really good. Um, especially against right-handed pitching, we've said that all year long. Seattle's offense was in the midst of a very good stretch during that time. Uh, that was about the time when Julio Rodriguez started taking off. The strikeouts have been amazing, so I'm willing to overlook the kind of just bad luck type situations that he's yeah. run into um, because he's still missing a lot of bats. And Oakland isn't a, exactly a team that has much thump at all, if any. So... Yeah, I mean, still they have like the second highest striker rate or the highest striker rate uh, after uh, Monday's game against right-handed pitching. So, no, I, I think Mitch Keller is my top arm despite the recent struggles. I'm trying to pull up. So, just for context, John, game against San Francisco, Mitch Keller, 556 BABIP against. Sure. He, his uh, ERA was 6. His FIP was 1.12. His XFIP was 2.44. Uh, the start before 333 BABIP against Seattle, uh, ERA was 9-370 XFIP. So, like, just running into a little bit of unlucky situations. And sure. uh, on the year, Mitch Keller, 299 XFIP, right in line with his 325 ERA. So, uh, I'm willing to go right back to the well and, and say he's going to get back on track to the Cy Young candidate that we that he emerged as merged sure. um, over the last, you know, first 10 starts or so. Hunter Brown, Kevin Gossman, two top-tier pitchers going up against one another. We saw Toronto again held down tonight by Belak. Do we think anything for Hunter Brown in this matchup? Do you like maybe Gossman on the other side, given how well he's pitched? What are your thoughts on those two? Yeah, I mean, you can get to either. I think Gossman obviously has an insane ceiling right now. He's been one of the best pitchers in baseball. He already has 100 strikeouts in his first 75 innings. He has a bunch of double-digit strikeout games, five already this year, so... Yeah, I mean, I'd be okay getting to Gossman, and I'd be okay getting to Hunter Brown, um, but I just kind of want to live in this next tier where sure. uh, the GOAT, James Paxton, resides. And I've been trying to tell you, 
the James Paxson just has looked good since coming back. The only problem has been like health with James Paxson. Now he gets an upgrade in ballpark pitching away from Fenway. Um, and he gets obviously an upgrade in matchup because Cleveland is not good offensively. And yeah. yes, they've been better, but in large part, it's been due to like their lefties, Josh Naylor. Um, I know Ramirez is better from the left side of the plate or right side of the plate. So like we have to worry about that, but Andres Jimenez hits from the left side. Will Brennan has hit a couple home runs recently. He hits from the left side. So I'm getting to Paxton. Uh, I think there's, I know Cleveland isn't exactly a team that has struck out all that much, but we've seen five plus strikeouts in all four starts for Paxton twice. He's gone for eight. Um, I think Clark Schmidt is a very interesting name to consider here against the White Sox. Clark Schmidt is going to face another team that does not have a lot of lefties. And the White Sox have Yohan Mankata, who's hitting 100 over his last 10 games. Gavin Sheets is all or nothing, most of the time nothing. And Yasmani Grandal, who has had a decent year, but like all of the White Sox thump is from the right side. So yeah. I'm okay getting to Clark Schmidt. We've seen the strikeouts. Over the last two weeks, again, sample size here, 26% strikeout rate for the White Sox. Just a 200 batting average, a 102 ISO. A 246 Woba against right-handed pitching. Uh, that's second worst in the league, only behind the Oakland A's. Yeah, I mean, Clark Schmidt's been pretty good um, recently. It's been recent, uh, you know, realization other than the Tampa start. And then Joe Musgrove, who, let's just face it, he's just too cheap. I know that yeah. there wasn't a lot of strikeouts last time out. He had a no-hitter going into the, into the sixth inning in that game. Um, he looks all the way back after his last two starts, and there's – Sooner than later, he's going to be 9K. Yep, I'm with you there. I think another value play that maybe is going to go overlooked because of the perceived matchup here, but uh, Freddie Peralta, if you look at Baltimore of late, uh, that lineup against right-handed pitching again, just kind of looking at uh, the last two-week sample size, they lost Cedric Mullins in that lineup, obviously. Uh, just a 291 Woba against right-handed <laughs> pitching uh, during that stretch, 235 uh, batting average, a 140 ISO. Um, so that offense is really dipped against right-handed pitching. We know uh, we generally like them against lefties anyways, guys like Mountcastle and Rutschman and Santander and Hayes and that whole crew. Um, but, you know, they're not really hitting righties. And then you look at the home road splits, you know, take that for what it's worth. At home this year, Freddie Peralta, a 3-3-8 ERA on the road, a 6-0-4. So you're getting Peralta at home in an environment he seems more comfortable pitching in against an offense in Baltimore that over the last two weeks is really struggling to hit right-handed pitching. So uh, I think Freddie Peralta may be a little bit of a sneaky spot here against Baltimore. Yeah. Um, now, like, I'm looking at some stats and the things, you know, he's kind of struggled lately and they all look like it's just kind of been what he's been, but it's been like home runs. And he hasn't – he didn't profile as a home run allower before these last few starts. Uh, so I'd like to see him get back to not giving up home runs, right? Like – a lot of home runs this last few starts. So. Yeah, I just don't know where the, the power is going to come for, Baltimore. I guess, for Baltimore here. Right. against Because they don't they have a profile to hit for power right. against righty. So um, that's just kind of where I'm looking at it. Again, three of those last four starts are also uh, at, on the road where, again, he's done a lot worse at on the road. And some decent right. offenses, St. Louis, Tampa Bay, San Francisco, Toronto. So uh, like we just brought up about NOLA, though, Detroit, Baltimore, obviously different talents like, you know, recent performances versus opponents sometimes matter uh, right. as well. So just looking at small sample sizes, Baltimore could certainly come out and hit, but recently they've been struggling and Peralta's better at home. So 
I just kind of throwing his name out there as a mid-tier value option uh, on a big slate that may go uh, pretty underlooked uh, on this one. Anybody else for you at pitching value-wise? Nope. I don't think we need to really test the waters between Peralta or uh, Peralta and Musgrove and Schmidt when they're all like seven five or seven seven to seven nine. Yep, I agree with you. All right, let's go on to catcher then. Talk to me about your favorite catcher for the day. Will Smith gets Luke Weaver. Luke Weaver is going to regress. I know he's kind of pitched well-ish, uh, but there's a high implied total in this game, 10 runs. Um, Luke Weaver, one, uh, 2.27 home runs per nine innings this this year. Um, not going to fare well at home. You know, Great American is what it is. So uh, Dodgers are one of the best hitting teams against right-handed pitching. This year, Luke Weaver against righties. 323 average, 356 OBP, 604 slug, 408 Woba allowed. Um, you know where this is going when we get to the outfield, too. There's a couple guys in the Dodgers outfield that are as hot as any human on the planet. Yes. Uh, one in particular. Um, so uh, Will Smith is my my top catcher of the day. Um, I like Jonah Heim and Mitch Garver. They both get a lefty depending on who's starting. Maybe the, we see them both start just kind of yeah. like we did on, um, on Monday. And then Blake Sable, yeah. even though he's 4,200, it's not the best price. He has a lot of power hits in five of his last six games. And two of those, uh, in two of those games, he's homer. This is more so about the matchup that he has than yes. necessarily him as well. So yes. uh, we were laughing at Denilson Lamette uh, there starting last time, and he did not disappoint. No, he did being, not. Being uh, horrid. So we can go save all here. Uh, and also could be Bailey, right? Bailey could, they, they yep. played them both last time. So especially with all the injuries they got going on, could see them both in the lineup uh, there as well. Um, let's see here. Oh, Omar Narvaez is back. Hey, eh? good for my, my boy. He could be a, could be, could be a spot there reinstated from the 60 day DL. Yeah. You know, I do like Bryce Elder though, but, uh, we have Jan Gomes here at $3,100 yeah. against Luffy. So yeah, we played him tonight. Yeah, played him tonight. He had a single in his first at bat. We'll see what happens. Uh, and then Al Gary Homer tonight. I don't know if you like him against Logan Gilbert or not, but, uh, two value catches down here for us. I mean, Al Gary might just Homer every slate at this point. Might as well just keep mentioning him because he's going to keep homering. Could. You're saying he might. He might he just might. keep heading home runs. He certainly could. Um, any other catches? No. Okay. First base, sir. Uh, top of the position is really interesting. You have Otani, who's in, elite, in an elite spot. We have Freddie Freeman, who I think is going to probably be the chalk up here against Luke yeah. Weaver, even though Weaver has been worse against righties. It's just being um, them being in Cincinnati. Yeah. Like, yep. I mean, come on. Exactly. Come no, on. Ex- no, I know. And, and free, no, and Freeman's been as good as ever. Three thirty-one this year. Just you know, yeah. every Freeman year. Was my, Freeman was my number one. Uh, um, yeah. I wonder how many people get sucked into the Matt Olson play or not. Uh, we talked about it last time when Carrasco faced Philadelphia, and I was like, sure. lefties are not touching Carlos Carrasco this year, and he threw a gem yep. in that game. People might see Carrasco, see his numbers, and be like, oh, like we could probably go at him here. You probably can with the righties, but yep. I'm not touching Olsen on this slate specifically. I'm not either, um, especially when you could play Freeman or Otani, and then you can go down. And I find Anthony Rizzo at 4K to be a little interesting. At home, at home too? Like because this, this feels like something that was like an intern – misclicking 
on like right. the five, uh, four instead of a five. I know Rizzo hasn't been great, but you mentioned the home splits. Uh, if you want to just pull up the splits on the screen, John, eight home runs of his 11 at home, a thousand OPS. He's hitting 360 at the stadium. This is something yeah. that you and I talked about last year. Like this is dating back last year yeah. that he was um, raking. So, like I, I don't get the 4K price tag. He's yeah, just Gialito, a, by the way. Also, six of his eleven homers allowed this year to lefties. All a five lefties. on his plug. So yep. uh, definitely a spot here for Giolito, uh, who's you know struggling against uh, lefties this year. For Anthony Rizzo at 4K, uh, a guy that you looked at a price tag 48, 5K, 49, Dude. 51, 5K, 49, 51, 49. All of a sudden, all of a sudden, he gets dumped to 4K at home. So, uh, no, I, I'm full on with you here. That's a it's a, such a great price tag uh, to get him in some lineups for sure. And then Lamonte Wade at the same price in course. Don't need yeah, much. and more people will play Lamonte Wade than Rizzo. Hundred hundred percent. Yep. Yep. I was hundred thousand percent. Agree with you there. Uh, value tier. Um, I didn't really see a ton. I think we could because you know. San Francisco is going to have Manaya, so like Nolan Jones and, and Mustakas are going to eventually yeah. get a lefty. So it makes it a little bit difficult to go in that direction here. Wilmer, uh, Wilmer 33. Yeah, Wilmer's first base only again. That kind of sucks, but he's there. Mancini had a home run against a lefty on um, Sunday if sure. we wanted to go there. Uh, he did not do that on Monday, but uh, if you wanted to go there. But yeah, I don't think there's don't nothing think else down here. No, I, I agree with you. Uh, second base, if I'm looking up at the top, my uh, my top second baseman here, uh, Mookie Betts, he's outfield, second base eligible. But, again, we just liked the, the matchup. Uh, for the Dodgers, you know, they'll most likely be – do you think they're the highest rostered staff? Yes. Do you think people just go to San Francisco again? That's actually a good point. Uh, I guess it depends on what kind of San Francisco lineup we get. Like, True. if Conforto, Yastrzemski don't play – then it's probably Dodgers. If Conforto Yastrzemski play, that like obviously if they don't play, they'll be cheap enough to play them both. I guess right. So <laughs> yeah, true, true. Could certainly, could certainly fit that in. Uh, so Mookie for me is. I mean, again, I'm not saying anything. You guys don't know. He's he's pretty elite anyway. Second base, outfield eligible. Um, he had a two homer game uh, the other day. Back to back to back two homer games. Just kind of show you what he can be. Uh, Simeon's hitting 300 against lefties. All of a sudden, he's just hitting everybody. Uh, at 57, I know we kind of like Libertori, but Texas has been a pretty tough uh, offense to crack this year anyway. So uh, those are the top two price guys, and they're my two favorite guys. I guess. Uh, I'll throw Cattell Marte in there, 5K. He's been surprisingly good, and yeah. like we've been gotten a lot of power out of him lately. You and I clowned on like that random 30 home run season that he gave us, and now three home runs his last 10 games. He's hit six against right-handed pitching this year when he's been typically better from the left side. So. Yeah. Um, 332 Woba against righties, Jake Irvin, Ben Gascan. So I'll, I, I like Cattell Marte here at 5K. Okay. Um, Casey Schmidt, second base shortstop now. I uh, yep. like that, 3800 bucks. That, that definitely gives us some nice value at the second base position. Uh, so I'm looking to key in on him uh, for my lineups today. Yeah, and this position sucks. And yeah, well, right, exactly. Even though, like, Schmidt, Schmidt has sh- uh, struggled a bit lately, but I'd be willing to get there. Um yeah, well, you that's know, so I, bad. I'll, I'll be anybody. Anyone. It doesn't matter. Anybody yep. in that lineup, I, I believe, can break out against uh, Lament here. So. Uh, Blake Wisely, to your point, it, uh, if he's in the lineup, mm-hmm. he's a second base outfielder. A little pop in his bat, I'd be willing to go there. 
Jaquan Bay, if he cracks lineup, he stole another base on yeah. um, on Maybe Monday. Lefty righty spot. So. Yep. Um, and Caprillion's been worse against lefties. And then um, Luis Rangifo has been a little, little better um, of late for LA. They're start and Chicago starting Wisniewski. Rangifo hit some three straight, including a home run his last time out. Um, Twenty three hundred. I kind of like the Angels stack against okay. Wisniewski here. Uh, just total throwaway play, but if Chavis is in the lineup against Henry, okay, you know, just there some power profile there. At good history. Good history against uh, left-handed. Yeah, in the, in the past. Uh, third base here. I, I know you like Devers. I know lefties against Bieber. Um, he's just been so bad. That and there and the position's elite at the top. Yeah. Yeah, so I, I'm struggling to get there. I, I just go to Jung here again, and, and even Riley, just the way the righties are hitting Carrasco and then Jung gets a lefty. Uh, those are my two uh, for this one. I do like Devers. Um, I'm also interested in getting to McMahon. I know he's going to get uh, Manaya here, but, like, dude, this guy has been a menace to society. Five home runs over his last 10 games, 425 average, 1,400 OPS essentially over his last 10 from Ryan McMahon. Um, I can get there. Max Muncy is going to be, you know, I mean, he's due for a home double yeah. home run game. He hasn't hit one in a little while. Josh Jung, Austin Riley, Machado has two hits tonight. This is a super elite top-tier position. Um, I, I think you can really get to anyone, even if you want to play Jose Ramirez against Paxson. It's not like Paxson's been completely lights out, right? So I'm not um, I'm 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 not either. I'm just saying, like <laughs> I'm just saying that there's merit to like every play. Yeah. Gaw- Bregman continued he had another hit, continued his streak. Like there's literally a merit for every third baseman up top. Yeah, that's fine. Um I'm look I've scrolled down. I don't really see a lot of value that I love here. I mean Josh Donaldson on the road. Yeah. Oh, I'm just kidding. He's, He's at, at home, home though. I, was I know. Say. So yeah. like, yeah, that, that, would, that would. There's not a lot. I mean, Rojas is at least 4K. Um, Candelario this year has been hitting righties better than lefties, but historically it hit lefties better at 39. Um, but there's not. There's really not a lot of value. Um, to be had on this lead. I didn't even realize that Gunnar Henderson was day to day. If he's out, it makes that Baltimore lineup even maybe easier for Peralta. Yep. Um, so I don't know, man. Was there a, was there an obvious value third baseman for you that you were okay plugging in? I wouldn't say obvious. Like you could play Rangifo at third as well. Um, yeah. The replacement for Gunnar Henderson could be uh, Josh Lester. He had one one hit and two RBIs in his debut when they called him up. Um, he was okay. He had a lot of power at AAA before the call up, so he could be an option lefty ready against Peralta. Okay. Yeah, I guess if he's in the lineup and you're just looking to punt. Uh, the guy looks like another just monster human being. He looks like Todd. He looks like Todd Frazier a little bit. Yeah, he does look a little, little Todd Flint Frazier there. Six three two twenty five. So not as big as the. Uh, that's a, I mean, that's still a big boy. That's like a big guy. That's like a rod. Not six four two eighty like the. Oh, that's. Cardinals I mean, yeah, that, there, so. yeah. I mean, he, that guy's a brick house. Yeah, he's a monster. All right, let's go on over to shortstop then. Uh, when we're looking at our favorite shortstop plays of the day. Uh, does anybody stand out to you as an obvious like plug-in? I mean, we've been playing Seager. He hits lefties. He's got one, but he's 56. Swanson's 52. Bichette against Brown's 51. You know, any of those scream like play me? Yeah, I like Swanson uh, coming around against lefties. Uh, average up to 300 against lefties. 409 Woba. And Tyler Anderson's been terrible against righties 
all season long. 306 average allowed, 910 OPS, 383 Woba. I think there's going to be a lot of Cubs outfielders we get to here considering the lefties um, are, you know. I think there's a lot of Cubs interest in my opinion. Even Nico Horner, we didn't mention 321 average against lefties. Like there's a lot to like for for the Cubs here. Yeah, he's just been expensive, Horner. That's really yeah. He has, um, and so is Dansby, fifty two. But like Anderson's been that bad. Uh, If we're we're moving on down again, I know you can play Schmidt here. Um, Perdomo, I think at thirty nine could be an option. Uh, But again, another position that feels like it's pretty top heavy just because of the matchups of our usual plays have on the slate. Yeah, Perdomo's fine. He hits better from the left side. Volpe, if you're stacking Yankees, he homered his last at-bat. Ezekiel Duran, $3,000, would probably be the best spot. Sure. He doubled doubled an RBI on um, on Monday. So yeah. that's that's probably the spot. Here's something. Here's I got something for us, Sean. Okay. Ildemero Vargas continues to literally rake for the Washington Nationals, $2,800, He's outfield shortstop eligible. 387, six extra base hits over his last 10 games, an 1100 OPS, homered in his last game. He's probably going to start due to the split advantage here. Um, I, I'd like to know what his exact like. I got, yeah, I got it right here. So he's up against a lefty. Yeah, he's up against a lefty. 636 slug, 955 OPS against lefties. Okay. Well, seems, seems like a plug to me. I, I like that call. Tommy Henry. Uh, weirdly has been terrible against lefties for what that's worth. Um, go figure. Yeah. Go figure. All right. Let's go out outfield. Then, uh, we got a lot of top end talent. You mentioned that there's a couple of Dodgers that we're going to be looking in on here. Yeah. Uh, JD Martinez is five K. He is the one that is, he is the chosen one. 325, 1124, 775 of the last 10. I mean, dude, just look at, look at like all the way dating back to like when he came off the IL. Yeah. May 12th. Like he has been a freaking menace to society. Yeah. Like peak JD Martinez. Like this is like. Can't even argue with you. Um, I like him and Carol. Those are my two guys. Yep. Him and Carol. Acuna. Acuna. If you get all the way up, you mentioned the Carrasco struggles against righties. Yep. I, I agree with you. If we're moving on now into the mid-tier range here, uh, you know, Stanton came back, 4800 bucks, has some power, as we know. Yep, yep. I can certainly find find a spot for him there. Um, Lane Say Thomas, it. if, the, if the struggles against lefties are there, right? I mean, yep. I, mean, I mean, Lane Thomas has always hit lefties well, and he's home. That's been a big popular split for us. Grichik will eventually get Manaya at $4,400. Lourdes at forty three. so some good mid-tier options here. Yeah, and I'll throw Say into that mix too. And he's raked against lefties all year, hitting 390 against lefties. So all four of those guys right there in the mid tier, perfectly fine. Sounds good for me. Uh, are they going Moniac at leadoff still? 3600 bucks? No, pulling him down. Yeah, he, he hasn't played in like, he missed like three days. Okay. Uh, Hanniger's at 37. Yep. Uh, Outman, I know you mentioned more outfield. He's been a corp. He's been a corp. Well, I was, Mookie Betts was there for me. It was yeah. Betts and uh, he's been. Yeah, I've been uh, doing nothing. Well, oh, 74 yeah. the last He's 10, been a dead so. body. Good ballpark. Good ballpark. Slater. Haven Smith. Smith. Slater could start. Sure. Maca- uh, Ozuna. McCarthy. Leodes again. Leodes again. McCarthy for short, 33. Um, Anything under? Not. 
really Grossman, Grossman could start. Jolts, yeah, we'll get some but... we'll get some lineups out and we'll we'll have yeah. a better view on some of these guys here. Yeah. Um let's go ahead. Let's build our lineup. Uh if we like pitching up at the top, what was our go to Keller, Keller here? Yeah, Keller okay. and then I mean, we Schmidt, Musgrove, Peralta. I don't. I'm down I like with Musgrove. Any of those. I like Musgrove there. That plays uh, catcher position. We just going Yanni. Yan. Yep. Sure are. All right. First base. Freeman. Freeman. We. Where's our yep. value? Vargas, obviously. Yep. Vargas at shortstop, I guess. Vargas at shortstop. Yeah. All right, and then second base here. Um, Schmidt, thirty-eight. Yeah, Schmidt, thirty-eight. Third base. Third base is a good spend-up spot. Yeah, right, Josh Jung. Yeah, Jung, I agree. Uh, three outfielders at 3,800. Let's fit in. Let's fit right. in JD. Let's fit yeah, in JD. Yeah. And then we'll we'll find some value here. Uh, 3,200 apiece here. So, uh, Wisely's 29. Probably Down. in the lineup. Right. Down. Definitely in the lineup. Yep. You know who's been good? Uh, Jason Hayward's been really good for the Dodgers if he plays... He's uh twenty six hundred. Twenty six. Yeah. Okay. I'm good with Hayward. That's fine. Hayward's in there, and then I'll well, we get up real wisely. That will give us thirty eight hundred for an outfielder. Haniger. Love it. Boom. Haniger. So we got Keller, Musgrove, Gomes, Freeman, Schmidt, Jung, Vargas, JD, Haniger, and Hayward. James and I will be back live at five o'clock Eastern. We'll break down the slate. Give you all the updates you guys need to know. Get in that Discord. Sign up, facelamcom slash allpro. Promo code MLB50 saves you 50% off the first six months. We will talk to you guys later.